so I passed out um, before midnight. <laughs> and then I, I woke up briefly when he came to bed around 3.30 or whatever. Come home jamming some tunes, you know. Yeah, yeah. Then I fall back asleep. And then I am woken up by a hot stream of piss on my face. <laughs> <laughs> on your face? What face? Welcome back to Show Me Yours Podcast, everybody. I'm Jackie Agnew. I'm Johnny DeVito. And I'm Ty Boissonneau. Goddamn right you are. Hey, Ty, who do we got in the studio today? My dear goodness, gang. <laughs> uh, an absolute legend, as far as I'm concerned, Come in the uh, music scene all across this goddamn nation. Uh, I've known him for some time now from a very musical family, this guy. You might have known him from the Spree Killers. Maybe this cool little band that old Ty Ty might have been played in for a little bit called Skeeter in the Deets Ooh. there, ladies and gentlemen. The current bass player for Motorama, the beast of the low end, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. G. Tony. <laughs> much appreciated. What's Dude, going on, my friend? Thank, thank you. you so much yeah, for coming thanks on. for coming on. And thanks for, for the gifts, for my goodness. Yeah. Thank you for the invitation. I honestly haven't been on a podcast since... Uh, I think the last time I hosted my brothers, which was what, six, seven years ago. Oh, like too long. Oh, we we go, should yeah. say your brothers of uh, Chatterless, Jamie mm-hmm. McDonald, who yes, was a good friend of the podcast, mm-hmm. who Great I episode. did not realize was your brother the first time, first five times I hung out with him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and all of a sudden he's like, yeah, you know, GTO is like my brother. And I was like, Wait a second here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is great, man. Where you did come bearing gifts. You came with a giant Capri Sun uh, uh, hay all packet. Yes. Uh, some peanut butter uh, whiskey as well. So. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah and we learned that Tide does not keep ice on hand. Yeah, really? that's yeah. You really got to step that game up. I mean, yeah. uh, do I? I? Maybe not. I mean, you've come a long way, but uh, you know what I mean? In the, in, the, in the instance, we usually just interview pieces of shit, I guess. You're the first person that's come bearing gifts. Yeah. <laughs> other than like a band that brought us their merch, which is always appreciated too. Yes, but other than that, course, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I was going to say, like, where did you get that shirt? Yeah, this, this <laughs> stuff actually costed, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like money on the front end. So we um, absolutely appreciate it. And um, yeah, like as far as like surprises go you know i'm at a show last night i'm minding my own business about uh, you know 13 14 fucking drinks in or something like that and um and and uh, and i met you and i did not expect i did the same thing you know what i mean because uh, you were spending eight years separating you and your younger brother and still like a talented musical family yeah that's uh that's incredible is it all across the board Do you have other siblings as well that are all absolutely we got yeah. uh i have we have an older sister she's got a nice voice but she never really took on uh music um, then me, uh, then Jamie, eight years younger than me, and then younger than him is brother Brendan, and brother Jordan is even younger than him. Jordan has a band called North Shore in Kenora. They got like radio hits and stuff. Just did a little uh, collab yeah. with the old Chatterless. Yeah, I yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chatterless just yeah. did a uh, like a remix of one of their tracks, released it. Um, brother Brendan, uh, probably the the most skilled guitar player out of out of all of us. And he's got a band called Tiller in Kenora, too. They, they're like a cover band. I think they're trying to do uh, some uh, original material now. But they do, like, awesome Iron Maiden covers and stuff like Hell that. Yeah. Brother Brendan's an amazing guitar. He's missing a finger. He lost a finger in a uh, wood splitter accident back in the day. But he still shreds. It's Ain't awesome. nothing going to slow awesome, us down. Yeah. <laughs> There's always classic stories of people who rip guitar that, like, don't have all their digits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if it's, like, uh, there's, like, folklore or whatever of, like, uh, that's how, um, like, electric guitar strings um, wound up being as thin as they are now is that Tony Aomi, like, fucked his hand up and... Uh, in a factory or something like that, Absolutely. and he ended up putting like banjo Lost strings. Lost fingertips, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It goes back even further than that. It goes back to Django Reinhardt fucking just getting like his both, these two fingers just burnt to a crisp uh, yeah, and like right. all folded in. Gambling so that's debts what, or what? Gambling uh, <laughs> 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 fell asleep, <laughs> <laughs> fell asleep <laughs> in his camper van uh, camper with a cigar, like a oh cigarette. My oh my God. God. And then he was in the hospital and it's like the, the Romans, like the gypsies were so convinced that he would be killed because he was a gypsy in the hospital that they mm-hmm. went and broke him out. <laughs> Hell yeah. 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 That is he was a yeah. he was a violent virtuoso, like amazing, and then he fucking couldn't play anymore. Wow. So he like, learned how to play guitar. Yeah. And he like reinvented how to fucking do it. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. 
Like I'm um, so is it like uh is is like Thanksgiving out of control? Does everybody bring a guitar? Do you guys kind of keep it uh, like how did I mean with with so much um like time spaced apart um each of you kind of finding and like all kind of falling into like rock and roll I guess other than Jamie you know I'm not supposed to what he's doing now but he definitely has that uh, that route I went to a punk rock show with him and everybody in every band seemed to know him <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean well Jamie did hip hop for a lot of years he started off actually rapping and producing his own tracks and then he started producing tracks for his friends and got away from the rapping now he's doing production but he's also a fantastic piano player right yeah, yeah. so that's awesome. What was the question? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just trying to get into it. I just, I, I mean, I just, I just dinners. met you last yeah. night. Oh, I you had said a, Thanksgiving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanksgiving's <laughs> off the hook. At, when we are together, it's absolutely the greatest of times, yeah. right? We laugh, make fun of each other. It's awesome, but pretty rarely that we're all in the same room together yeah. these yeah. days. Yeah. Jamie and I are living out here. The other two brothers and even Kelly's living in uh, in Kenora. So they get together for family, uh, family get togethers there. Yeah. And it's, I miss it big time. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'd like to get back there eventually. I'm trying to save some money to, uh, yeah. Yeah. you can still buy a house there for like 250000 oh, you know? oh, wow. I feel like you Christ. travel this country like five times a year, though. <laughs> like, it just, it's, it's, like, it's, it's wild. slowed down since lockdown for right. sure. Yeah. Like, uh, I think the, until this year, the last major tour I did was, uh, Probably the last. No, there was some uh, acoustic tours. We did the Spree Killers tour, and then Spree Killers broke up in 2016. And then I did some acoustic tours two years in a row. And then I took a year off to try and pay back some debts because yeah. I blew the motor in my bus and had to borrow fucking six grand to get that fucking right. replaced yeah. and stuff like that. So I got back from tour and got a job. And shortly after that, we went into lockdown. Uh, okay. Mm. So I ended up paying off my debts by keeping the job. I, I managed to get a job where uh i didn't get any time off like when the lockdown happened i drove to work and there was not a soul on the streets yeah mm. yeah but i'm pulling recycling out for the towers of down downtown Vancouver. Uh, oh, right? i yeah. go into the parkades yeah. and pull yeah. out all the recycle bins so the city can come and empty them and uh honestly the garbage tripled because no one was leaving totally. to yeah. the offices yeah. no one was yeah. eating yeah. at work yeah. anymore yeah. It, it crazy like overflowing like crazy but I was All able these to fucking boxes. Yeah, I was able Amazon. to pay off my debts yeah, and, uh, and put some start putting sa saving some money. Nice. That was one oh, of the like so nice. most like uh, upsetting things about the lockdown for me was is that like everything shut down except like construction had just. I mean, if the only time that I got off was when I just like faked a cough and they gave me like two weeks or whatever <laughs> I should do that. And I mean, I did that probably too many times. You know what I mean? But I never. <laughs> I felt like cops. I never really got to. You know what I mean? Enjoy the lockdown in the sense that everybody felt trapped, and I felt like you know I'm still I'm, I'm still out here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Walking around. It was all right for like the first six months. Like I was able to, uh, I scraped and repainted the outside of my bus and stuff. Everything that I could do by myself, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Trying to tackle Which, all, the, all the projects for the listeners and watchers is a crazy amount. Can you break down. You, this I, bus forgot, for me? I, I forgot. This, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot to even mention this in the in the intro. I did say a mechanic extraordinaire because <laughs> <laughs> the amount of shit is like I you know obviously I'm learning all your like, stories, <laughs> but like it's it's insane to me, man. Also, I mean, you ride. You rolled up here on a really cool old uh, Yamaha uh, bike. Nineteen eighty so Yamaha XS six fifty. It's gonna be for sale pretty soon here. If anyone wants, there to, you go. Hey. Oh, yeah, and, and you. I feel like when you do ride a bike, you have to know. Like you, you have to have the basic understanding of like you know what I mean. Like because shit does happen and it's like yeah uh and as you should with vehicles i guess but like so many people that don't and it's so you have like a handy dart bus. so yeah the bus was started was. off i moved out here in 2010 to play music right. like uh i was an edger operator in northwestern ontario until like 2008 and then the softwood lumber dispute in 2008 shut down the industry we all lost our jobs basically i tried tried like little uh other jobs to try and stay in the in the area but it just wasn't working out so i decided to sell the house sold off everything everything i couldn't sell i had a bonfire at my dad's place for three days literally burnt everything mm -hmm. and then moved out here with just my musical equipment because brother jamie was living at a house at rupert and sixth with a bunch of hip-hop oh. guys now i'm supposed to ask you about like, the rupert house out, we have a we have a i did because i did message jamie before this instead of being a mill operator right mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah which is what I should have been doing. <laughs> so broke off my engagement to, to be married, sold the house, burnt everything I didn't want, and moved out here with my music stuff. Lived with Jamie for a little bit, then we lost that house, 
and uh, I didn't want to pay rent anymore. So I bought an RV with, uh, I got like a tax return with like $2,000. And I used that instead of paying rent, I bought a 27 foot class A RV, which I lived in for two years, uh, end of 2011 into 2012, almost 2013. I had it parked outside of Iron Road Studios for a year and a half where I was rehearsing with like Little Guitar Army and the Strugglers and Shockload. Yeah. That's the other thing. There's lots of bands that I've been in and helped start. That's the area that I meet you, I think. Yeah, exactly. That's like where I meet you, yeah. So when I moved out here, Ryan Ruin, who ran Shockload, was actually a band member of mine since 1992 in Kenora. We had a band called Power Trip. Not the power trip from Texas. Yeah, we were talking about following. Yeah, I was stoked last night. I was like, you're power trip? <laughs> <laughs> power I think trip if you check the dates, we were first, but we didn't fucking do it. We didn't do it in the middle. <laughs> so uh, Ryan moved out here, and then I moved out here. We started Shockload to, when I moved out here. Uh, I did that for a couple of years, then I got into other projects and uh, uh, left Shockload. I was in Strugglers, Little Guitar Army. I did a little stint in uh, Ellesmere okay. with the Ellesmere guys, which is where, uh, well, I, I met Morgan in Blacked Out. Chocolate mm-hmm. used to play a lot of shows with Blacked Out. They were a three-piece. We were a three-piece, and we uh, we liked our style matched there, so we played a lot of shows together. But then I was in Ellesmere with Morgan, got to know him a little bit better. We played a couple shows. That's where I met, like, Russian Tim and all the, the yeah, core. Yeah. Yeah. We played a show at the... Media Club. I think it was a yeah, Russian Tim show at Media yeah. Club. And uh, the core came out, and it was like, what is this? These guys are the new best band in town. Like, That's where I first mm-hmm. met where them, the man. Did and, they come oh, from? my God. Yeah. yeah. I was just having a cigarette with them outside, and they did like the Ron Jeremy thing. Like I was just like, oh, these guys are cool. Like, Let's go check out a show. And then they yeah, were just yeah. like, walked on stage <laughs> and just fucking murdered. Like, it was insane. They're, we love those guys. Now, these, this is kind of like the Not Your Buddy days. This is totally like, the Not with, Your Buddy Days. We were playing Abbotsford with uh, some guys named Blistering Barnacles. Which, if I'm not mistaken, band from Abbotsford. Well, they're, doing, yeah. <laughs> they're doing a show at Lanaloos soon. Are they not? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. doing a, September, a revival like, show at Lanaloos. They're bringing back a bunch of bands that, that used to play with us back in the day. Yeah, I definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Real, real yeah. problems. Awesome. The Bins. Um, oh, dude, I probably still have a Bins hot sauce from their album release. I can't party. remember them all. <laughs> off the oh, wow. Yeah, Seamus and Lineker are putting on a, another revival show two nights at Lanaloos. Sick. I think it's like 10 bands over two nights. Yeah, Alien wow. Boys is sick. Alien yeah, Boys yeah. is playing, yeah. Right on. When is this happening? September, like <sighs> September. Decent. Yeah. Maybe we'll be nice. here. Hell yeah. 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 So, oh yeah, I was talking about the bus. So I lived in the motorhome for a little while, but we started touring. I got into Spree Killers and we started touring. The first tour we did, we had to borrow a 15-passenger van to do our tour. And when we got back, I was like, I, I don't want to borrow. I owned a motorhome, but it wasn't highway. Yeah. Like, it, was, it wasn't good for traveling. Mm-hmm. I took it to Abbotsford once and blew, like, a rad hose, left oh, me fucking wow. stranded on the side of the road. So I didn't want to do any traveling in that, but I was living in it. And then, you know, laying there at night, I'm like, I need a vehicle that I can tour in and live in in the off time. And uh, I also wanted to design the interior myself because living in an RV, it's all compartment fucking yeah, right yeah, like the, yeah. the living room's only eight by eight yeah. and then there's, there's a whole stacking, bunch of rooms that you never use yeah. stacking why do i have 27 fucking, feet of fucking yeah. space that i'm not using totally. so i thought if i buy a bus and i design the interior myself i could probably use that to travel in and live on this, the streets of vancouver so i did i bought i paid four grand for a bus off craigslist and it had a lot of problems but we immediately put it on the road we started doing canadian tours uh, once people saw what I was doing, I started getting contacted by other bands that wanted me to to drive them around. So I've done so several sick. tours through the states. Yeah. I did Unleash the Archers through the states twice. Uh, a band called The Freeze, which is like an old '80s hardcore band from uh, from Boston. I did them all the way uh, around the states for oh, six yeah. weeks. Um, what a business! Because like, dude, if you if, if you yeah. have a band and like you, you're the guy that rolls up, you're yeah. like, I'm your fucking bus <laughs> yeah, driver, bro. Yeah. Like, that is <laughs> the best shit. I'd be so hyped. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Compared that's to like the... a shitty fucking van or whatever, yeah. everybody yeah. stuffed into like that's that's awesome. And you did. You so yeah, I've got the inside set up. You can sleep five comfortably and still have someone driving. Nice. Right. Nice. There's bunks for everyone. Yeah. There's a double bed in the back. Uh, a couple sleeping bunks. I have a hammock if there's someone extra. That's right. Uh, it's got TV. It's got a smart TV in it. Like I can I can bring up my uh, uh, hotspot on my phone and just fucking do it. Nice. Like tonight, we're playing Lanaloos, but there's a 
UFC pay-per-view. I'm just going to buy the pay-per-view and watch it in front of Lana losing the bus. Yeah, that's awesome. That's right. We used yeah. to throw down hard <laughs> on UFC. That was our yeah. <laughs> yeah, just had all your buddies show. Like, you watched the fights last night? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> detail going hard on Anderson Silva fights. <laughs> I miss a lot of shows because there's the UFC has ramped it up, right? They've got fights every Saturday. Yeah, it's insane. And, uh, it's insane now. I'm I'm all about the fights. I does it still, it. does the van still have the, uh, or the, or the bus, I want to say, yeah. does it still have the uh, hydraulic lift in the back i remember when there was the like, wheelchair lift yeah yeah because that was like to yeah. load in and load out mm-hmm. oh it was this like this guy would roll up the spree killers yeah. would roll up and then fucking be like man they got their shit together like the, the jump kit just lowers down oh, <laughs> and i was like oh yeah, you're gonna yeah, hug this and bad. then you guys also did something that was like to me was like revolutionary when i heard about this um skeeter in the deets was just the spree killers but playing folk music acoustic yeah so this Skeeter and the Deets would open for the Spree Killers uh, when you guys went on tour and you just get that double dip in yeah. there, which is like the yeah. sickest fucking thing ever. And people would switch instruments and yeah. all sorts, and it was yeah. like totally different. And really, they were both on the same le- quality level, too. It wasn't just like, oh. The last two tours we did, we booked, we tried to book Spree Killers as often as possible across Canada, and the dates that we couldn't book the, the Spree Killers, we would try and book an acoustic show. Yeah, and like, sometimes we would book Skeeter and Spree Killers on the same night, open for ourselves, put a put a like local so local smart. middle guy. Like yeah. it's yeah. such a fucking oh man, I remember being like that is brilliant mm-hmm. shit. Hell and then yeah. how like because I remember just seeing clips of stuff of you guys on the road and stuff like that. How much better everyone just got like mm-hmm. just off that first one even because it was like you're doing nothing but just playing all Absolutely. the time, either like totally. acoustically or whatever. You're getting your fill in. And, Everyone's contributing. It was like I remember you guys came back and played at Pats, and it was like, "Holy fucking shit!" <laughs> everyone, yeah. Re- yeah. everyone really advances their playing when when you're playing multiple instruments in two different bands on the road yeah, every day. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure, and it's just this yeah, crazy sure. boot right camp. Up. But like, what a fucking genius idea that was, right? To a certain extent, I feel like we tried to like, you know what I mean? We, I messaged you a whole bunch before we did our little fucking tour which we would have been on like a year ago today by yeah, the way. No, yeah. I know I get all these memories, memories I know up, it was yeah, a good time yeah. it was a comedy I, tour yeah, yeah remember I messaged yeah, you last last trip. year to be like hey like you know what's the you know for someone who's done it this many times and I've always admired how you've been able to fucking do it whether it's driving other bands or especially doing it uh, with bands yourself because yeah. fuck man it's super cool. It's a pirate's yeah. life, you know uh, what I, I mean? Like the it. commitment to I've it. I've totally is, thought is of it really as good. it's a fucking pirate ship and we're going fucking port to port just <laughs> trying yeah. to trying to pillage as much as we can yeah. to fill the gas tank. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, That's fucking rock and roll, man. And yeah. like this has been going on for like years. Like how as like how long has this bus like been on the road? You know what I mean? Like have you had like gnarly breakdowns and stuff like you're talking eight, about? Oh, man. It's eight years I've been living in it. Hell yeah. Oh wow. And uh this uh, I've had quite a few breakdowns, lots of fucking terrible stories, but this year was probably the most heart hardship that uh, that I had on the road. We were out with Diglo abortions. They were headlining. Motorama was was opening, and we had random killing was from Toronto. They were middling, so we started in Victoria and we went to Toronto with them, and then we continued on to Halifax with a couple other bands. But when we got to Perry Sound, just north of Toronto, we started having fuel pump issues. Left us on the side of the road in Perry Sound, and uh, we're calling around. There's no tow trucks that will come and deal with a vehicle that size. There's yeah. no garages open that'll even talk to us. Oh, man. But it just fires up eventually. Okay, so we get to Toronto. Oh, we play fun. our Toronto show. The Toronto show was absolutely fucking amazing. We played to <laughs> love that. full like, house of people. Like, well, let's play the gig. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing. Absolutely. Well, you're overcoming adversity at that point. Like, yeah. Play the show. Have the fun. So yeah, of course. And then every day for 23 more days, the same thing happened. We broke down on the wow. side of the road oh at God. least once a day. For 23 days we didn't miss any shows wow. <laughs> oh that's stressful oh but this fucking thing was giving us a hard time and uh one of the worst ones was quebec city the the streets are so narrow in old quebec city they're all one ways <laughs> and stuff like that it's yeah. all on a fucking incline like yeah, this and yeah. of course it happens on the worst one-way street no, on a terrible incline no. 
and we're stopped at a at like a bus fucking stop <laughs> and the buses can barely get past us no. and fuck it it's just no. hotter than fuck i'm literally vomiting oh in the middle of the street from the stress oh. <laughs> <laughs> all for rock and roll dude. all for rock and roll yeah. and that was the 600 dollar tow to get us out of out of the middle oh. of quebec that's yeah, like that's there there's rough. not a like a, a whole lot of like people that can do it especially like i mean like if you're like quitting your job like you're you're trained and like qualified to do other shit you know what i mean like there's a, there's a little bit of love there you know what yeah. i mean that's inspiring as hell and also sounds like the biggest pain in the ass yeah. <laughs> it was the tour was i've said it a couple times it was uh, i i achieved several of my most fucking vivid dreams and also some of my worst nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. It was a serious roller coaster. Yeah, that's it was uh, five weeks on the road with Dayglo abortions. And Murray from Dayglo had we started the tour, he had a, a pineapple size growth in his colon. Jesus. That was straight up cancer. And he did Oh uh, my god. Look at I got goosebumps fucking talking. Holy about. shit. So he, he went through radiation therapy before the tour and for the first week of tour we thought we were gonna be shutting it down because mm -hmm. he was in rough shape. We were stopping at hospitals and clinics oh my for god. the first Ugh. five days. Mm. And then all of a sudden he got better. Fucking two. His mood man. got better. That's he could actually wild. use the washroom wow. and it just got better and better. So three weeks into the tour, he flies back to Victoria. They do some testing, and the thing that used to be this big was now smaller than his pinky nail. What wow. the hell? Yeah. And uh, he comes back to Quebec, and we played fucking amazing show in Quebec because he's basically this close to being cancer-free. Yeah. yeah. Uh, since then, he's had... Uh, they, were, they were originally saying they were going to have to remove like a large chunk of his lower intestine, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But because... He's, he claims, so they gave him radiation therapy. We went on tour, and the whole time we were on tour, he was taking turmeric pills. Mm -hmm. And he claims the turmeric pills fucking dried it up and, and basically mm -hmm. got it to, to go away. But when they went in to do the surgery after tour, they only had to remove a very little thing. So he's going through some recovery right now, but it's not nearly what it, yeah, what wow. it, wow. it could have been. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, pretty man. unbelievable. Like We were going through that while we were going through like the mechanical problems and oh, all that, right? Yes. It was, yeah. it was stressful. Yeah, <laughs> oh but God. the shows were amazing, right? Because everyone knew Murray had cancer and they were coming out to support him. So yeah. every city and town that we went to, people were just pouring the love out. You know, oh, and yeah. like the, the following that that band has and like how oh, like yeah. rad that they are. Like, um, like I lived in Vernon for years. I mean, I've seen, like, I mean, if you're like a kid from BC, you're no stranger to a Day Glow abortion show. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. They play all the time and I've seen them at like, you know, punk rock bowling to a packed out like American crowd that knows all of their shit or whatever, or in like Vernon where like all of a sudden, like where did all these punks come from? You know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody just kind of comes out of the woods, you know what I mean? To support these guys and they always fucking rip. Mm -hmm. like, so uh, good. Yeah. It seems funny that that band to, to get like emotional, you know what I mean? Like for, you know, for the kind of like music that they play is, is pretty awesome. I was at a leftover crack show and like, uh, the year after uh, their bass player passed away and it's this one whole moment where you're like i never thought i'd be like tearing up at a leftover crack show mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean but I think we're all getting older i guess and that's just like um that's just kind of the thing like it's yeah it's it's pretty insane mm -hmm. but that's like uh how um what's the his because that's the album that uh you know that you brought in today the 1986 yeah the one that fucking everyone praises as like probably their their greatest accomplishment I mean, when I look back, when I was in high school, that was the album that everyone was fucking saying, you know, Arg, Fuck, Kill, and fucking... Yep. Yep. There's there's, <laughs> there's many, many great songs on that album. Yeah, there's no shortage of it. I yeah. like a punk rock record that's, like, as fast as this one. I always say, yeah. like, you know, to cap out at, like, you know, 25, 30 minutes or whatever. Some of those, like, the perfect length. But this one kind of... Uh, was Day Globorch always does flies in the face of any fucking... I, I don't know what's right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, that's the thing. They've been... They've been at the forefront of free speech and, and freedom for your art. Yes. For fucking ever. Yeah. Like, I yes. mean, with um, uh, with Jello Biafra, of all people, who mm -hmm. had famously had his own, um, you know, free speech, like battles and stuff, kind of going yeah. to bat for them and stuff is uh, is pretty insane. You know what I mean? For like uh, like the humble roots of a band from Victoria. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. To like to, to go that far and 
you know, and, and have the reach, like I said, playing the, you know what I mean? Like the music that, that they do, right? Like punk rock is the raddest, mm-hmm. you know, thing for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Fetus of Fetus is an amazing, amazing yeah. album. Fuck yeah. Great it's, title. I, it's so funny I that we're talking bring, about I was it like bring so the vinyl. eloquently. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know I, mean? I got the, ch- because I was on the road with them, I got the chance to buy like all the merch that I've never been able to that's buy. That's sick. Yeah. And oh, they yeah. had all these old albums on vinyl and stuff. So I stocked up on all kinds oh, of cool. stuff. I was going to bring... The fetus of fetus vinyl. It's like a fold out. It's got all kinds Hell of stuff yeah. in it. Oh man, yeah, that's awesome. I'd be awesome. I was a two dogs fucking guy for a long time. Yeah, too, <laughs> <laughs> they were definitely one of the first like because I like I wasn't fully in that scene. I just moved back from Panama sure. and all this stuff, but I was like a running pass and all. Of a sudden, I was like, oh man, this fucking this scene is sick as fuck, and these bands are like really good. But then there there were the the top kind of echelon guys or the, the Bishop Screen and like, sure. the Daglo and stuff like that yeah. but I remember seeing Daglo I don't know I don't know if it was at Pats I don't know if they played Pats but maybe Rickshaw or something like that and being like like holy fuck and I just assumed that they were from something in California I'm like, I, or, you know what I mean planet. I was like oh they're <laughs> and then oh, I was like really? what like they're it's like holy fuck they're from here and then it's like and then just getting into that's what mm-hmm. really kind of got me into all this like there's so many fucking good bands like that in that realm that are from around here, from here to Edmonton. It's totally. like, and fucking beyond. This whole country is like, it's pretty fucking oh, rad. Like the amount of stuff they could do. And like the cool thing about a Dayglow show that like, I like is like, like, like punk rock, especially like the, you know, like the, the umbrella is pretty, you know, wide and stuff as far as like, for anything from like hardcore ska or anything like that or whatever. But like a lot of the bands tend to, tend to stay like pretty rigid. Like this is our band and this is what we do. Mm. But like a cool thing about like a Dayglow show is that you'll get, like um, if you listen to like Death Race two thousand stuff like that, like the sound changes like so much, like kind of throughout mm. their career. Like well, not necessarily so much, or whatever. They're just not afraid to like to have like a thrash metal kind of like yeah, song yeah. and stuff like that. So you'll see, you know, kids in Slayer shirts and you know kids in sure. fucking you know fucking <laughs> like Scott kids and specials fucking you know like with checkers <laughs> and shit like that. Kind of all in the same thing. And you, there's not a lot of bands really that that do that. I mean, like especially in this scene, like everything can you know everybody likes what they like or whatever. But like I don't see. Like if you go to like a converge show and you see like those hardcore kids aren't necessarily coming to, you know what I mean, like a core show or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So like the scene can still be pretty, like split like that mm-hmm. or whatever. But you don't get that with a band like that because I just don't think they give a fuck and like that's like the like the greatest attitude to have. You yeah. know what I mean? I watched- and there is something about just be, like I said, like just being on that level where it's like all the subgenres are like. To have to be like, well, this is unbelievable. Like, this yeah. is fucking sick. So, exactly. like, we could all come together. And oh, fucking, they've been around long enough, too. Who the fuck is going to tell them? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For sure. Right? Which is, like, which is rad. How did that, like, um, coming about, like, you getting a chance to, like, to, to hit the road with these guys and get to know them that well? It came together super organically. Uh, during the lockdown, Motorama lost our drummer. He just didn't want to play without the vaccines and stuff like that. So, he stepped away we got a new drummer matt fiorito matt fiorito is the bass player for Deglo abortions so we were in the rehearsal studio one day and we were discussing what the options were to keep motorama busy but matt is always on the road with Deglo. Mm-hmm. so i was like can we i i have a bus there you go yeah. yeah. Deglo is three people one of their members is ours that's five people five people in my bus traveling that's two bands can we do this and matt got back to me say yeah let's fucking do this that's awesome at first it was just going to be like western canada and then it's like well i live in kenora let's go as far as kenora well if we're going as far as kenora why can't we do all these other ontario dates and everything and it turned into a five-week Extravaganza! It was wow. pretty awesome. You're fucking That's punk rock, sick. Kevin Costner. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I know. If you build it, they will tour. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With Waterworld vibe too, yeah, though. Right. <laughs> like, it really is. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm fucking down. <laughs> it's just gotta be funny too. Like, I mean, uh, like. Like what? Like, because uh, what is the like the difference as as far as like um like like venues and stuff like that that you were playing? Like with your band, are you normally playing like um like, I mean, like the size things like like Pats or you know what I mean like a Lanaloos type thing, and then going to like their venues uh, is it different? Or? Motorama, yeah, specifically Motorama. I've been in Motorama for like three or four years now, but we've been we're always like throwing shit that just fucking holds us back, like losing a drummer and all that. But now yeah. that we have Matt and Matt's up to speed, we're actually coming off this tour and we're revved up and ready to yeah. start reach branching out to yeah. bigger venues. Like after uh, the show last night, I reached out to, to, uh, 
Lucas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Lucas, nice. I, lo- I love the way you put on shows. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd love to offer up Motorama for an opening slot on one of your future things. Awesome. Nice. Just oh, yeah. to start awesome. yeah. reaching out into mm-hmm. the community because we haven't really. We o- we always play Lana Luz. Yeah. Lana Luz has a small crowd. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, it's like a built-in crowd. Yeah. yeah. It's always yeah. the same people yeah. going there. And we've been yeah. using it as our, you know, proving ground. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cutting our teeth. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, Motorama has been around for 25 years. Motorama's many, around many, many, yeah. many, many past uh, 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 players have been involved, but you know, it's almost like starting from scratch every time you, totally. every, every time you get a new, new player, it's like starting yeah, from scratch. Course, so yeah. we're basically three years in with Matt. We've just done this major Canadian tour with Dayglo and I feel like I can be, uh, um, proud to offer it in front of other crowds. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I mean, like, it's like the, it's, it's just like, uh, like the, a testament to the work put in. Cause I think that's like what we're, do we have no idea you know what i mean like what you know you're gonna get next month and stuff but like the difference between like you know what i mean that that club weekend or whatever or that bar show like you mm-hmm. still have to go out and fucking you know what i mean to do the thing like you yeah. know what i mean like treat it the same like kind of like but like you said like with like having a place like Landlou is, is fucking great like that i feel like pats was that for a while too we're just like it was just like the cutting Pats place. was that for a while we can still do the princeton every now and then this is a fucking great uh, i was introduced to so many fucking yeah. amazing bands through that because I ran yeah. like the jazz program <laughs> essentially was like the afternoons I was like all oh, these punk shows are fucking bringing in I'm like yeah these jazz shows are packed with like yeah, yeah. 150 adults who have one glass of wine oh, and I was like let's no. bring 300 oh, no. punk dudes in here and it's like it's just yeah. a mayhem line yeah. of terrible <laughs> yeah. it's a crazy yeah. shift to work but like, a million these, show, yeah, these shows yeah. are fucking way better they're way more fun and totally. it was, uh, that community was always just so good too like the I have fond memories of the Not Your Buddy days. Like, I was definitely fucked up during that time. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I do have, like, really good memories of, like, man, everyone was, like, super cool. I would, I'd have, like, a three-piece suit on and fucking, mm. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, we would do jazz on Saturday from, like, Who one. Who oh, That's wow. so <laughs> From, like, one, yeah, from, like, one till three. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know you're a fucking cokehead when you're fucking, like, wearing the same three-piece. Yeah. I definitely went through phases there. I was like, I'd be, you know, I'd kind of keep it together for a few months. Yeah. And it'd be all good, and then fucking that. It was How always how stained is the collar from all the sweat? Oh, you know but not like good. Uh, yeah, yeah. You could tell, uh, yeah, how you were doing by how like the buttons were done. For right? sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little off, yeah. disheveled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time I'm wearing a suit, like depending on how drunk I get, it's like how long until the buttons Top come one. down, and then how long until I Miami Vice, like the collar over the over the suit jacket. Yeah, and then shit gets yeah, weird. yeah, yeah. How many lines before I get Miami Vice? Yeah, honestly. Really only comes one or two. Yeah. <laughs> I've been dreaming of it the whole week. Like that's the reason I'm going to the wedding. You know what I mean? You don't really get the opportunity to dress up anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, you rocked the Hawaiian shirt at the last wedding we were at. Yeah, I did, and uh, I'm not. I'm not going to stop it, guys. Let's cut the bullshit and get down to brass tags. Gee, when's the last time you pissed the bed? Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to say. 2006 2006 that's a good run it was in the bed that's it was in the bed it was uh it was a good friend of mine's love seat oh okay okay and it was his birthday and i was fucking shotgunning beers in the garage all fucking night and then we staggered into the fucking bed i wake up in the morning just soaked so you Uh, pissed in the pants and i was like Oh yeah, nice. I, I went to bed with all my clothes on, but yep. I woke mm-hmm. up and my clothes were in a pile, wet pile on the floor, <laughs> ah, and I yeah. was soaking wet. <laughs> and uh, the kids were running around. And I was like, "Did you guys throw water on me?" Oh. <laughs> no. I think, I think See, your kids threw water that's on me. The thing is, when like, you're trying to blame it, like, it's like know, that's piss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was so fucking embarrassed. You're going through like all the stages of grief so fast. Like at first, you don't want to, you don't want to admit it. You know, you're you're denying it, and then you're bargaining and stuff. Like there's a there's a lot to it, but. I went to bed last night. No. Yes. Don't yes. tell me. Yes. Okay, no. no. Allow me. Okay. <laughs> so when I saw you last night, I mean, I'd had a few, but I started drinking at about 2.30 when I got off of work. Yeah. And I stayed hard until, I mean, I watched you ride off into the sunset. Yeah. And I mean, I think me and Dane took off like shortly thereafter, but like, so that's like 1.30 in the morning or something. I'm at like 11 hours, straight booze and go home, have a couple more. Mm-hmm. Right. So then when I went to bed, Everything was fine. I woke up this morning with not that bad of a hangover, but something happened. 
in the middle of the night and it wasn't just like me pissing myself yeah so what happened was uh so i passed out um before midnight (laughs) and then i i woke up briefly when he came to bed around 3 30 or whatever come home jamming some tunes yeah yeah then i fall back asleep and then i am woken up by a hot stream of piss on my face (laughs) (laughs) on your face yeah, what face? Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. Was it like it was? It arc. was like an arc. Yeah. Oh my he god! He's laying on his back. Just lets it go. I was, he was lying on his side, and he took it out of his boxers. He had fucking like because he, he didn't want to piss himself. <laughs> I'll piss in bed, but I won't piss. My, apparently, savage. Yeah. yeah, this is all alleged. <laughs> you know, yeah. nobody. Yeah. There was no witnesses here. Jackie's uh, the only one. This is her word against mine. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I got a cat that wants to say hi to you now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was yeah. gonna say the cat witnessed it as well. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not my yeah. finest moment, and I'm not gonna lie to you. Like there was a lot of shame and uh, and regret, <laughs> and um, yeah. you know, this, this is twelve hours ago. By yeah, this yeah. Isn't twelve hours. The wound is still yeah. fresh. <laughs> this is at like five thirty a.m. Jackie, bless her heart, has been really cool about the whole thing. Um, but yeah, so like there's there's a time that I think it's like it's, it's time to make changes. I've been going hard as like when I started, you know what I mean? Kind of, you know, mucking around and, and getting into the bit. I never really like tapered any any of the behavior off. And now I'm kind of running into a little bit of gout situations and oh, a little goats, bit of heartburn. Goats a bitch, man. Yeah, man. And um, and <laughs> yeah, now I just piss on my girlfriend's was, face. Yeah, too, piss so. on your face. So you can imagine Jackie's thing. excitement when you showed up with a Tetra pack full of hay. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the, co- like, you know, the color is not dissimilar. <laughs> 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 just fucking 26 beer piss. <laughs> oh, great. More liquid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and fucking so this morning, he woke up and he had no memory of what had happened and so then i so i was standing in the kitchen and he came down and i'm just staring at him like (laughs) dude and then he's proud of yourself yeah he like goes into the fridge gets like a glass of water drinks some water and i'm just staring at him the whole time i thought she's looking at me like how like do you have a good night kind of like are you hung over like i thought she was just gonna like break my balls about about partying too hard but and so he looks at me and i'm looking at him like what the fuck and then he gives me a thumbs up <laughs> I think we're gonna be okay. This is gonna be a good episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, feel pretty good. Little yeah, did I know, these will like, be the best episodes we've ever yeah. recorded. <laughs> I was like, do you remember pissing last night? Like, no, where did I piss? <laughs> and she goes, dude, on my face. Crazy. Yeah. It was a, you know, it was. It was a it was an eye opening experience I think for everybody. Mine my, my was literally an eye opening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got apparently after that I was trying to piss into the air conditioner. Uh, yeah, because I had to like I don't have it. I don't have a urinal in my home. I don't know why I would try to piss yeah. in my, my stand up air conditioner unit. But. <laughs> yeah, because I was like yelling. I was like, "What the fuck, dude!" And then he got out of bed, and I was like, "Okay, like he's up. He knows what's going on." So I go and I'm like washing my face, and I realize he's not coming to the bathroom. So I look in the room, and he's standing again, like pulled his boxers down, standing in front of the air conditioner and i was like dude what are you doing i love that i'm going booty down like pants yeah. 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 oh yeah, yeah. Like, and, uh, yeah. like a four-year-old at a urinal hell yeah, yeah. His pants all the way yeah. oh yeah i was just looking at your right bare now. ass being like so what awesome. the fuck so are you doing right now so she takes me into the bathroom and I'm, I'm going to and i mean I'll, I'll dribble on the floor a little bit right sometimes not all the piss makes it into the bowl last night Batting a hundred percent, not a drop anywhere. So like I don't know. Only made things more frustrating for Jackie. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. yeah, your aim was spot on. It's pretty incredible, <laughs> you know. I Mr. Magoo, <laughs> no <laughs> memory of any of this, but uh, you know, I just uh, it's it was fresh enough, and I just I just I wanted to bring it up. Um, have you ever pissed on anybody? <laughs> no, <but> never. <laughs> all these stories that you're telling me remind me of our first drummer in the Spree Killers. That guy pissed himself more times than I've ever seen anyone <laughs> fucking piss Really? Yeah. In that bus, my bus. He oh, fucking pissed himself in that bus. No. We've thrown out all kinds of mattresses and stuff. Oh. Like fucking. Yeah. Uh, but Just the funniest time was we were staying at a house in Chestermere, Alberta. Wonderful lady, Lara. She's like just a music lover and she lets bands fucking stay there even if she's not there. She's like, doors open, go do whatever you want. That's awesome. So we're there. I'm staying up playing guitar and stuff like that. Our drummer, I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> our drummer went to bed and about an hour later, I hear him staggering up the stairs. He gets to the top of the stairs, opens the door, 
and he's bare naked and he's pinching off his penis, <laughs> but it's fucking squirting. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, where's the, where's the bathroom? Where's the bathroom? And he's like trying to go into the closet. He's trying to go yeah. into the closet. Nope. Not yeah. that. I like grab him by his hips yeah. and just oh fucking like walk yeah. him to the bathroom. <laughs> Oh, we, we called them puddles after that. Puddles. puddles. Yeah, that's, the, the, yeah. the pinch and spray. The pinch and spray. Oh, it's just unreal. I'm like, buddy. I've sprayed. I've done that with puke through my fingers. Um, I've told the story on the show before. It was at a potato pirate show, and I'm um, leaving the pit because like I could just like feel it. I'm just, like a couple circles around. And then I'm coming out, and like yeah, I just, just helped the bane mask. Yeah, yeah and everybody could see. So you have all these like, you know, like a sea of punks just like split for me, and like I fucking it's through the fingers oh and all over God. everybody. It was yeah, that was that was it for me. Yeah, I've witnessed you do that too. Like I've witnessed you puke through your hands. I've witnessed you shit your pants. Yeah. And now you <laughs> pissed yeah. on my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just getting that yeah. trifecta. Yeah. <laughs> Gave you chlamydia a couple times yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, this has been. Why yeah. do you put up with me, yeah, Jesus yeah, Christ? I'm asking myself. That more <laughs> I that's awful. Like just with the track record alone, like I get it. I'm like, don't leave me. But I mean, she does have man at, at some point twenty minutes of material because of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. It's my whole act now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me while I grab more of this hay, y'all. Yeah, this is, like, seriously, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, babe. Yeah. I'm, I mean, we're gonna take a nap after yeah. the thing. We don't have a spot till eight. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, she's yeah, worried you about. Sleep on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I didn't <laughs> think that that's a possible. Hey, we're gonna try. Maybe I'm just a uh, get drunk and take my dick out and piss kind of guy now when I sleep. Like I don't know who the man I'm gonna grow into is gonna be. You know what I mean, right? Like you just let. The future decide. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, we're going to put sure. that. <laughs> yeah. The future on. is going to decide a couple you things. You could continue <laughs> as is and let yeah. it develop yeah. naturally. Yes. Yeah. Right? Or you could start putting up some boundaries. <laughs> I could. I could. Yeah. What do you yeah. think would be the first start? Maybe not a third glass of hay all it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just that hangover is gone now. Yeah, well, <laughs> I can still smell the piss. <laughs> <laughs> I can still feel it. Oh. I was saying, that's a feeling I'm never going to be able to forget now, is waking up to a stream of piss on my face. I mean, that's that n- quite but unique. They're <laughs> in the interest of, like, everybody needs a cool story. You know what I mean, right? Like, how far are you willing to go, you know what I mean, to bring joy into everybody's life? You know what I mean? Tragedy plus time. Okay, don't try to flip this. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the spin zone on this is not gonna work for you, sir. Yeah, it's still been less than twelve hours. Yeah. <laughs> you know when you piss on your girlfriend's face and you don't remember it? There's no chance of spinning. I've tried to spin like three things today on both. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. I'm not even gonna give you it. Yeah, but nobody's sorry, Bob. You're uh, you're on your own there. I have to sit here and think about what I've done. <laughs> so you mentioned when you moved like here, you were living in the same place with Jamie uh, at the Rupert House. Mm-hmm. I'm told there's some legendary. Occurrences at the Rupert House. It was like a nonstop party for, for you. Li- you had Bambage Margera's house essentially, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah, man. First time I took MDMA was there, and that was uh, a wonderful experience. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys taking MDMA? Yes, of course. Yes, oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Drinking a lot of hayalls while I did so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A friend of mine uh, sent me a, a care package, and. Um, you know, my, my buddies were back home. They're still kind of in the life and whatever. So uh, this care package was just like, you know what I mean? An ounce of weed and an ounce of mushrooms and like, you know, some MDMA and like some drugs. I couldn't even identify yeah. what they were. Like it was just like it was it was a thing. So you know we're getting old. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I don't even know these ones. I don't even are. know this new shit. Is. <laughs> but we started just dipping into the M so much that they just got to the point where we're like, we have to flush this. Like this is I didn't. It was Jackie said that it took me a little bit more convincing. But <laughs> but we ended up we ended up actually it's getting a rid of it. commodity because yeah. it's it's so much fun, especially like like the really pure stuff or whatever yeah. that they got. Like oh my yeah. goodness, yeah. So I was in shockload at the time, and every time we play a show, I would just take like a pouch of that, dump it in my drink, and fucking mm-hmm. like hey. literally twenty minutes before showtime, fucking hey, hey, we'd be in the stage and be like. Ah! Alive, <laughs> 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 the most alive I could possibly be right now. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> insane. 
as performer. Dumping it in like it's a fucking country time lemonade mix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Kool-Aid pouch. <laughs> That's a fucking dangerous call. My, I went to see um, Snoop Dogg with my brother when I'm like 16 or something. So I'm coming out, uh, uh, was coming out here to visit him. And uh, he was um, 19, just got his first place kind of thing. So, you know, we're going there. We're getting drunk. I got uh, he's got his girlfriend. I had my girlfriend at the time there, and we go to Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube at um, the P and E. And at one point, my brother just like hands. He goes to get beers, and he comes back, and uh, like he gave like two to my girlfriend, and he gave two to me. Like he, but he like made sure that like these two went to me, and I was like, well, that's kind of fucking weird or whatever. And, it, and then I just look in the top, and it wasn't foam. It was like. He had gotten like a good deal on like wasn't like MDMA. Remember like pressed pill ecstasy, a real dirty shit or whatever. Yeah. The yeah. best stuff. Ty, you know what's the talking best. About. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, dude, yeah. totally. Remember trying to snort those? When oh, was, like, yeah. After oh, the coke ran out, you're like, I guess we'll crush these purple pills and yeah. put them in my mouth. Like, and like, and like they're, they're just awful. Snorting Fruit Loops all goddamn night. Fucking hurts so bad. But like he had he'd done it in like so he got like a really good deal on a big bag. Like I don't know if like it got like it fell. Or whatever the case, but it was just a big bag of like broken pills or whatever. So he just had like a shitload of these things kicking around or whatever. So he just like put so much into these like two beers. And like that's the move, man. It is absolutely the move. I was fucking out of my mind. <sighs> yeah. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking off into the distance. Yeah, those yeah. were the days. Mm. With my three piece suit. <laughs> yeah. Forget. I think I can still dust it off. <laughs> don't, don't do it. I'm sure there's a lot of empty baggies in the fucking front pocket. Yeah. Along with a pocket watch. Yeah. <laughs> you did have a pocket watch. For sure. rules. For sure. So I want to know more about your uh, comedy careers and like the open mics you go to. How often do you go? Where are the open mics? Things like this. I'm a huge fan of Kill Tony. I watch every fucking yeah, Monday. Fuck oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Do you guys watch Kill Tony? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I watch it religiously That's, every fucking Monday. Yeah. I mean, our uh, friend actually was on yeah. uh, in Austin, uh, Rebecca. Yep. She did oh, yeah, yeah, Rebecca yeah. Rashawn. Yeah, yeah, she was, nice. um, yeah, yeah, I think it would have been a, f- like, I don't know, a couple months ago now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was mm. a while back. I now. probably saw her. Yeah. But as far as, like, I mean, we just try to stay as busy as we can. Ty is notorious,ly hard worker. I think Ty mm-hmm. gets up. Were you like six nights a week or what? Yeah, about yeah, that. At yeah. least like six sets a week, probably. Six yeah. sets a week. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, maybe I try to have like, I try to take like Sunday and Mondays off. But like, even then, Sundays I'll end up going to an open mic or whatever. Now, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just trying to stay as fucking. I, I always compare it to music, and I've talked to your brother extensively about this. Where it's like, if you're gonna play a live show, it's like, what you get like forty-five minutes set usually. 30 minutes at the most if you're popular and your yeah. music is fucking entertaining All right. yeah. yeah usually 30 35 minutes is more than enough for mm-hmm. for anyone to be yeah yeah, yeah. So that's Happy. still like you know most like spots when you're starting here it's like maybe five minutes oh, yeah. yeah so it's like you gotta fucking and, it, yeah, so and if you're late times. to the game like i am i'm like that's, that's how like I think a paid it. spot no, or like uh, an open depends. Mic. That depends. Yeah. At an open yeah. mic, now you're we're at the point where five minutes. Now we're yeah. at the point yeah. where it's like, yeah, open mics usually like five minutes. Now we're at the point where it's like most spots I think that we're doing are paid, which is yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took a minute to it get there, but like yeah. it's just uh, it's kind of like up to you to. It's you still know, like incredible to me that yeah. we can. It's like you know it's four or five years in, and it's like you're getting paid. Is it one spot that you go to for the open mics, or is it multiple spots? Multiple spots. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Funky Winter Beans is open mics now. Funkies is an open mic. Thursdays and Sundays. The Canby. Canby. Uh, Bullies in New West. Really? Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're kind of coming back now because there's a whole bunch, like pre-COVID, there was tons when we were getting started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But then after COVID, everything kind of shut down and it was a long time before the open mic started coming back, especially like, when we first came back after COVID, there was all those all these restrictions, and it was just impossible to do open mics. Yeah, um, having to sanitize between. Landalus is doing it for a while. Yeah, but now yeah, there's also Lana a lot Luz more comics too. It. So there's like an enthusiastic group of kids that are coming up right yeah. now that that, that want to go and do them, and they sound like they're supporting. Exactly. Them and stuff like yeah. That, so, so now a lot of newer comics yeah. have been Park starting open mics. On Tuesdays, so been, like yeah. one now. Uh, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Crummy. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's really good. Like there's a bunch of open mics now, which is really mm-hmm. sick. And then most of the shows are like, you know, ma- like there's one club in New West, essentially. Yeah. There's comedy after dark downtown as well. Yep. Like, yeah. um, and then the rest of it, like, yeah, it's like Bar comedy shows. ring. It's like kind of these independent, yeah. very, very like not your buddy putting yeah. on shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very so much like that. These little first, production yeah. companies putting on spots. Yeah. Or shows mm-hmm. at, uh, at like restaurants and bars and stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah mostly bar shows in yeah. Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we're all on the same bar show tonight at uh, 
cold tea. Um, cold Grandless tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'd be fun. Um, but yeah, like as far as um, like uh, you know, you uh, what's that fucking line? You determine your own level of involvement. Right. Project Mayhem. You know. So I think mm-hmm. like uh, um, is the if you can and if uh, you know what I mean, you're likable enough. You can you know like make those connections and shit to stay busy. Like um, then I think like. There's, there's, there's a lot more to it than just like telling jokes or whatever, unfortunately. There's a bit mm-hmm. of politicking around and bullshit or whatever yeah, yeah. that you got to do. Yeah. Me and Jackie, you're no stranger too. Like, you know how the fuck it is. Like, mm-hmm. I think uh, I noticed that a lot when we were first getting into it. People would be like, oh my God, like there's scenes so catty sometimes. I'm like, oh, it's an independent art scene. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've seen this fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's I, saw it, I saw it with the fucking, yeah. like, some of the punk community. Yeah. saw it with the metal fucking community. Like, Running yeah. Pants, I saw all that shit. Even with all the jazzers, it was like, yeah. there's fucking beef. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. oh my God. It's like, just like egos sure. clashing. For sure. Especially yeah, in comedy. Like I mean, but there's a lot of dope yeah. ass shit happening too. Yeah, totally. yeah. Exactly. Totally. We're all just yeah. selfish. We all have the same goal or whatever, right? Yeah. So, like, we'll, we're ready to step on anybody to get to that. To, to get that opportunity, or no, that's, that's not necessarily. The case, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but but you just you, you have to you, you have to put that work in or whatever, and then um, here with only the one club, like you're, um, you know, the, like the the chances for like um, like like really cool opportunities or whatever, like kind of few and far between for us. We're lucky if we get that, you know, like the the idea is to like tour and work weekends at clubs and stuff like that. Yep. And, you know, so we get them, but they're, those ones are few and far between because there's a whole shitload of us out here that are all, you know what I mean, qualified for that spot. Yeah, they could like definitely do it. You know, and year it probably yeah. for like yeah. a real like club club weekend. weekend. I just got my fill like yeah, yeah, exactly. two weekends yeah. ago. It was fucking I'm getting sick. mine pretty soon. Yeah. Like Jimmy Schubert that was like on fucking like uh, King Queens or whatever. I don't know. This guy's been around for whatever, yeah, like for a really uh, long time and shit. But you get the opportunity to work with people that, you know, are doing in like an hour and you know, you kind of mm-hmm. get to see like the different side of it, which is like the bar showcase kind of show mm-hmm. that a lot of us are doing now where you really have to have like um, like the short game. You know what I mean? Like that's that, like, you know, those couple tight five tens. to ten minute spots yeah. or whatever. Right. Like anything in there and anything in between too. sometimes they'll fucking say seven or whatever. Right. And it's just kind of, you know, up to you to to figure it out. Right. Rather than like the you know what I mean? You're gunning for that feature spot because you want to you know progress to that headliner response mm-hmm. like i mean mm-hmm. 20 minutes is so much time to fuck around and like you know and have fun sure. and so you know move fun. your feet or whatever but like you uh, you really got to strip it back that's what we had so much fun when we did our like yeah. we did our little road trip last year it was like we in a sense it was kind of like that model of the, the skeeter and the deets thing i'm just like mm-hmm. well there's the three of us could definitely just carry your show yeah. no problem mm-hmm. so it was like it was sick that there was three of us to all fill out that time yeah, and we would just get, get one local, local. we get one yeah. local to jump on they could help you know some people would still come out like they'd help spread the word and um but other than that it was like just the three of us really like mm-hmm. you know kind of banging it all out and we would switch it up who closed who closed what show yeah. and then we would do we would do like one of our own produced shows and like we did one in Kamloops and then we did one in Edmonton um and that would kind of help pay for everything else and then you could just yeah. hop on these other independent shows mm-hmm. um so there's definitely a way to fucking do it definitely yeah. yeah definitely so much goddamn fun just hitting the road for two weeks but like but you know what i mean you come back and like you just like hit the like hit the the work or whatever now it's been like the year we are moving to uh, montreal in um october which is like you know exciting and i think that the like the next step is just to try to set our life up in a way where i'm not you know f- taking 40 hours you know, I mean, in my week mm-hmm. out to something else, I'd have to be up at six in the morning to go and do. And you know what I mean? Right. So like if I can eliminate that and then focus on comedy more, I feel like that's like the jump or whatever to just to be yeah. able to get myself to the next level. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So. yeah. Being able to dedicate more time to it in a place where you don't have to pay like a disgusting amount for rent. Yeah. 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 yeah I think that's where we're at. I mean, or else we just need, need to build a, we need to build a bus. We need a bus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything that we've learned today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only reason I'm still here doing what I'm doing is because I, got that bus and it only cost me 300 bucks a month to keep it parked yeah. where I oh, yeah. yeah. and my girlfriend has an apartment two blocks from, from me just right on, right on commercial so uh, mm-hmm. like cold winter nights I can go spend yeah, at the apartment mm-hmm. uh, whenever I want to be at the bus I can be at the bus that's awesome Yeah, yeah. That's it. there's a level of freedom that is, uh, is incredibly Admirable, yeah. You know what I mean. A pirate's life. I want to. I want to. I want to. Can I get a bus? I don't know if well, our, uh, <laughs> our, our cat will be too happy with that. It worked for a little while. I got like the odd parking ticket here and there, yeah. and then eventually the city just started really coming through and hammering all the RVs yeah. in the city. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, they were like threatening to tow them all and all that shit. I got pushed out to New West. I was in New West for a day and a half before they were like, we're coming to tow your shit. No shit, yeah. really. Oh. So I called my buddy at Faceplant, which is where Motorama practices. I was like, I'll pay you monthly fees to just let me be in your safe harbor. Oh, that's not bad. That's right. awesome, yeah, yeah, I've been parked there for like five years. Oh, hell nice. yeah. 300 bucks a month. Dude. That's awesome. Power, yeah. Wi-Fi, oh, man. washroom, Perfect. shower. That's good awesome, to go. Yeah. Fucking styling, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. And I rehearse right there, so nice. Ideal. Fucking awesome. Yeah. So what's on the what's on the horizon for you? What can we yeah. look out for uh, mm -hmm. in the in the future? Uh, Motorama's currently uh, trying to put together like a half live, half studio album uh, to release on a cassette. Sick. Wow, Hell yeah! Cool. Some yeah, yeah well, this guy approached us in Montreal or somewhere in Quebec or something. He's like, "Hey, I, I do this for bands. But I put it, put out uh, cassettes for people." So we're thinking about doing that just as like a an extra little merch thing. I'd love that. Like yeah, that would be like a, like a career goal or whatever. It's just like a, it was, it was a joke. yeah, that goal, yeah. Fucking, that's so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I want. I still. I don't know. I'm 45 years old. My girlfriend's 29. We both want children but we don't want to have them here. I can't buy a house yeah. here. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. I feel like I'm being torn in several different directions, right? I mm -hmm. want to do my music. Uh, if I went all in on my music, I'd have to forget mm -hmm. all of that. And if I go in all in on that, I got to forget about the music. Mm -hmm. So I'm totally being torn right now and I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So I've got kind of like a half-baked plan that I'm going to end up in Kenora eventually, mm -hmm. but that requires money in the bank for a down payment on a house and then relying on getting a, like another mill job in northwestern Ontario for the mm -hmm. next 20 years until I, I can't work anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Or... Or scratch that. And yeah, 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 that's... Yeah. I mean, so the... I don't know. But I've also, like, Riley and I are huge comedy fans. We've We've wanted to go. That's why I'm asking about the open mics. Mm -hmm. We've wanted to go and just sit at open mics and watch how it's done. I've been wanting to work on my mic skills, like between songs, whether I'm playing acoustic songs or whatever. I'd mm -hmm. like to be able to talk to the crowd mm -hmm. oh, hell better, yeah. better than I do now. Yeah. yeah. We'll take so you to a fucking open yeah. mic, bud. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Let's oh, toss yeah. the idea around. Yeah. Dude, let's go to Funkies. Yeah. We'll go to Funkies. It's a familiar place. We've yeah. all thrown up there. Hell yeah, yeah dude. We've yeah. all... Yeah. Yeah. If, you the, if you thought the piss bell was bad on your face, you should <laughs> <laughs> try fucking wicker beard. Yeah, well, actually, my... Weird uh, place to do coke when you're just... <laughs> my, my, uh, my nickname as a child was Funky Winker Beans. No. Because my uncle... Johnny really confirmed that by pissing on it. Yeah, my uncle lived in East Van or whatever and he just started calling me funky winker beans yeah <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that, uh, yeah dude for sure yeah sunday or thursdays man i like doing it like i always try to do it on the thursday especially now because like i have other shows that are kind of in that area mm -hmm. and the open mics at like seven so it's kind of nice you just go and like kind of a fuck around set yeah. and then go do like your book shows afterwards That's which is like yeah sundays and thursdays mm -hmm. are funkies yeah mondays are uh at the canby Tuesdays are at the park on the drive. Uh, and That's nice and close. We yeah. live like right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there you go. That, one's a, that one that kind of just started. It was, it was super fun. Tuesdays yeah. at the nice. park. Yeah. I've been thinking about that. Yeah, like mm -hmm. um, getting over to, to one of them. That's another thing, yeah. too, is that like, I yeah, we haven't been. Uh, Don't have the time to do as many yeah. open fucking, mics. Yeah. Yeah. I've only yeah. just recently kind of started again. Like, yeah. Oh, if like, it's a. I, we're lucky enough to get booked, but you can kind of get like you know lost in there. I got a lot of new yeah. material that I shouldn't be uh, shouldn't be Trying just throwing out shows. on on book yeah. shows where people are paying <laughs> yeah. me to do good shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> just throwing <laughs> shit out the wall. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Uh, it'll happen tonight. Yeah. We're definitely talking about piss at this show. Yeah, there is going to be some riffing. <laughs> so you know, some piss some riffing. Piss riffing. Hard yeah. piss riffing. Hard piss riffing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, we'll get you. Let's go. Let's, I've, yeah. I, that would be super fun. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we'll awesome. record it. We'll put it up. We'll just sit and watch for the first couple times. But I'm totally going to be taking notes on how everyone's. Fucking doing that, it. dude. Totally. Honestly, for me, that's how it was at Pat's. And Mark Hughes used to put on the Comedy Shocker tryouts there. Mm -hmm. That's how I met a lot of the dudes who are still like, you know, graduating classes above me. It was like Harris Anderson and mm -hmm. Sam Tonning and all those people. Um, so that was like what planted the seed for me. And then I was like, cool, I'm gonna go get homeless first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me just get go this out of the out. way real quick. Yeah. Well, no, I, was, I did comedy <laughs> for the first year, all super fucked up still. Yeah. Um, and, uh, 
so that was yeah, it was like kind of planning to see, but just being around it was like it's good. And then eventually you get up there, De- definitely. It's a good time. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. I just remember watching a show in there at the end of it, being like, if yeah. you think you're funny, you could come up on Thursday and do it here. And I'm yeah. like, well, I'm one guy that sucked, I could fucking suck yeah, that. Yeah, bad. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And in Susie's old basement there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and then. Uh, and then the, look how far we've come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Still getting there and um, and doing it good, man. Is there anything that uh, that you want to plug? Like we uh, we direct the people anywhere mm-hmm. that uh, that you'd like us to. Um, OnlyFans, things, uh, <laughs> things of that made that nature. <laughs> it's called only <laughs> only fans backslash bus, I, don't, I don't think I'm allowed to. Stuff. I don't think I'm allowed yeah. to uh, spread that around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hush, I'll keep it on the hush. <laughs> uh, oh, I've got a YouTube channel, The Mighty Don Allen. That's the name of my bus. Hell yeah! Oh, nice. I brought. It's a great YouTube channel. There's like you fix things. And yeah, all sorts it of started shit off it. with. That's uh, where those stickers came from. <laughs> I was wasted. <laughs> if you uh, if you look further on the channel, it started off with my very first video is a tour of the motorhome that I moved into. Yeah. And then um, after that, it's like the tours with spree killers and sh- uh, shockload with Ellesmere. And then it turns into like motorcycle repair. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. rebuilding engines. Hell yeah. And then. Uh, here, stickers for you guys. I love that shit. Yeah, awesome. Thank yeah, you man. so much. Thank you. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. yeah. That's awesome. You? Please. Yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. Thank you so much. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Dude, so yeah, the Mighty Don Allen on uh, Instagram and uh, YouTube. Um, I have like 80 gigs of video from this last tour with Dayglow that... Like I was editing for five days and I only got as far as Victoria to Edmonton. And Holy shit! Wow. It's gonna take me yeah. a month and a half of straight editing to get it all cleaned yeah. up and released. Oh, that's gonna be awesome! Because it's got like sick. all the breakdown stuff. It's got mm-hmm. oh, it's it's an amazing video. It's that gonna rules, be an amazing yeah. video. Hell yeah! But it's gonna take some, still take some time. Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, well, my friend, well, man, it was fucking awesome to yeah, meet you. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you very yeah, much for having this is great. me. Hell yeah, dude! Yeah. That was super fun. Yeah. Any last words? I'm fucking good. That was sick. Hell yeah. That was great. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. That was awesome. All right. Peace. Peace. Cheers.